Hey, Turtle fans, it's Kim Dawson, and I'm here on TMNT Minute. You guys should tune in whenever you can because they've got so much great material, and it's always fresh. Dueling Genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with Cap. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the almost daily podcast where we are talking about the 1993 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles threequel, three minutes at a time, three days a week. Three. That's what I want you to remember these days, folks, is the number three. Play it on Lotto. That's how Lotto works, right? Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know how Lotto works. I'm Scott Tofty. I'm your host. And with me, as always, is our regular team of turtle trash talkers. This is Chris O'Connor. I mean, we say threequel, but a sequel of a sequel is still just a sweet sequel, right? <laughs> a sequel. Sequel. It's a sweetquel. We have Rachel Oops. Gatlin. Hi. Hi, Rachel. How are you? Pretty good. I resent being called turtle trash, but I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> I said turtle trash talker, not turtle uh, trash. Okay. Okay. There was there was another word there. <laughs> oh my. Scott, you're really getting aggressive these days. <laughs> he called and... me turtle trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm changing our name of our Facebook group to Turtle Trash. <laughs> nice. Nice. And we have Adam Sheehan. Hi, Adam. You know, I, I don't mind being called turtle trash. I think it's appropriate <laughs> at this point in my life. Given all that we've done, all that we've said, um, ladies and gentlemen, it's a very momentous time here on Ninja Turtles Minute, three by three by three by three here. We have our first guest of the season, ladies and gentlemen, from the Ninja Turtle Nerds podcast, Mr. Kevin DeCristofano. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Three by three by three and 1993, if you want to yes, add that. Yes, three Whoa. fingers, three toes. <laughs> so many threes. Yep. It's all... It's, it's almost n- like it's a magic number. <laughs> it's numerology, man. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad. Thank you guys so much for having me on this podcast. It's uh, it's definitely something like one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. And just glad to be here talking turtles on a show I don't have to edit. <laughs> it's great, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's always fun. I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of Ninja Turtle podcast hosts on the show. We've had, I think, maybe one other one, if I remember correctly, but I don't remember who it was. Was it um, Sewer Den? Does he have a podcast? Turtle Den, I don't Sewer know Den. that he has Sewer a podcast. Den. He did a, a documentary and has a very active Twitter. We've had other people from the Turtles family. We had the pinball guy and we've, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's nice to have someone else who knows the daily grind of editing a Ninja Turtles podcast. So <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome, Kevin. And Kevin's also been really active in our Facebook group since like day one mm. um so very very happy to have a long time listener and uh appear on the show with us today so welcome to you i'm so sorry it had to be for turtles three. <laughs> <laughs> oh well 
Um, so as we always do with our guests, Kevin, I want to I want to get your background on the Ninja Turtles. Tell us what was it that got you into Turtles? And uh, and if you could segue that because you're a broadcaster like ourselves, do a really nice broadcast segue into your feelings on this particular film overall. So ready? No go. pressure. <laughs> Um, so my earliest memories of the Ninja Turtles are that, um, I remember getting, my grandparents used to buy me the Ninja Turtle toys and it's, it's such a like alien thing to me that I always hear people say that they weren't allowed to watch Ninja Turtles cause it was too violent. I've, I've even heard people <laughs> on your show say it when they were kids, they weren't allowed to watch it or, or things like that. And like my family apparently just didn't care. My, my grandparents <laughs> were buying me those toys like crazy. Um, and, and, uh, I, you know, watched the cartoon like everyone else, like that was my entry point into the series. And, and, uh, the, the 1990 movie blew my mind. And, uh, and then, uh, I don't remember how I found out they started as comic books, but, I know I started reading the Turtles Adventures comics, which were right. based on the, the the cartoon show, and yep. eventually found out there were there were different comics, and it's just been an obsession ever since. All right, and uh, how did you get into Turtles podcasting? What uh, what made you want to do that? Well, my co-host Sean and I originally had a comic book podcast, which was we were doing like different popular comic story arcs. Um, I was on it. Yes. Yes, you were. And we will have you <laughs> on our show again. Trust me. Yeah, I was there for <laughs> Turtles in Time. Yeah. So uh, appropriate. So we lost uh, we lost a great Synergy. deal. We lost a great deal of our recordings in a hard drive that crashed. And uh, we decided to kind of just feeling. retool and refocus. And uh, we were like, you know what? We we love Ninja Turtle comics. Let's just focus it on Ninja Turtle comics. And and that's kind of how that started. All right. And uh, Turtles 3. Everyone knows by now how we, the the Minutes crew, feel about this film. Uh, how do you feel about it? Being a fellow Turtles podcaster, <laughs> I, I see that there are definitely fans that love this movie. Uh, some of our listeners have mentioned how much they love it. I don't hate it. Um, I, I, I have memories. I think this was the first film I was ever disappointed by. Uh, first remember, turtles film or first film ever first, first film ever that i was dis right. disappointed by wow like i remember seeing it in the theaters and it was like the first time i realized oh movies aren't always as awesome <laughs> as you think they're gonna be <laughs> these yeah, I, can, I can be bad when did yeah uh, i can never decide if it was this movie or mario brothers that, that i'm trying to see that. when they, they came, came out, out the same year same time mm -hmm. oh yeah. Oh. I, I'm not sure which one I saw first. And, and that's just such a disappointing year to have both of those movies. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. happened in 1993? Everything just was like, that was that like so, the actual end of the 80s? Okay. Was 1993 like the actual end of the so 1980s? Mar the Mario be. Brothers movie came out in May. And let's see. I remember hoping it would be something like the Manhattan Project uh, video game or, or something right. similar to that because it had three in the title and that was all yeah. I needed for similarity. <laughs> Manhattan Project like... is the best of that series, man. Okay, yeah. TMNT3 came out in March and, and Mario Brothers came out in May. So TMNT3 was the first oh, disappointment. That was a bad I, summer. 
I feel like <laughs> it was rough. I feel like by this time in pop culture, like grunge had already started to take hold, but like mm-hmm. Hollywood hadn't noticed yet. So they're like, not still for turning. me. I was like 11. I had no idea that there was grunge. I didn't care. Yeah. I just mean like the aesthetic being a little bit more edgy, like edgy 90s stuff was kind of like a thing. And we just weren't there yet in 93 um, and, and thus begat this film. All right. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Minute 10 starts with Walker bitching about children and how annoying they can be. My sympathies, Walker. I am a teacher. I feel for you. Children are such a pest, aren't they? And it ends uh, in minute 12. Minute 12. Remember, we're doing three minute chunks here, folks. 10, 11, 12. Minute 12 ends with April in some fancy new duds. I tried to make an emperor's new clothes joke there, but I, I didn't get anything, so... Squeak, squeakin', squeak, squeak em. Uh I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Walker uh, doesn't stick around to actually know anything about his children. Uh, you're taking a <laughs> guess? Yeah. <laughs> you're saying yeah. He's not at all involved in the raising of whatever children he has. He was involved for one part of it and then left. <laughs> the easiest part. <laughs> the easiest yeah. part. Well, for some people. Um, Douchebag on a horse. Oh. So... Uh, as I'm watching this, something occurs to me, and, and maybe it's just me projecting, but like this whole like background story of, oh, I'm supplying weapons for the emperor to start a war. It just seems like a lot of extra information and kind of convoluted for the childhood brain. Like, I don't know that I really got that part of this film as a kid or cared about that part of this film. I think as a kid, I understood it as them justifying why there were English speaking people, but I don't think I thought about it beyond that. Yeah, it was a good way to shoe, shoehorn in white people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was, it was a good way to, to avoid subtitles. Like they, they knitted that part mm. of it together very nicely, I think. Cause yeah. like they're like, look, our audience can't read. We're not going to get anywhere with <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> yes. Great. Oh, this was so close to just being like a foreign artsy film, right? I mean, it played in about as many theaters. It lasted about as long. I used to babysit this little girl who loved Sailor Moon and she saw some of my tapes. I'm like, these are all in Japanese. Like, can can you read? (laughs) If she couldn't, she can now. How old was she? Uh, she was probably about six. So she should have been able to read. Yeah, but like reading subtitles when you're that young. Yeah, I don't mean yeah. six. Focus. I, I, yeah, focusing yeah. on that, that would be yeah. hard. <laughs> There's yeah. a difference between reading the cat in the hat and reading subtitles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she watched them anyway. I don't know what she absorbed from them, but I was like, all right. Pretty colors. Yeah. Um, also, isn't it weird that Walker's just like, hey, I raise birds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because it's it was such a weird thing. It stood out to me specifically finches. So <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'll do my due diligence and do some research here. Yes, I, I tried. Thanks. I tried seeing if I could find any history on like finches as pets, and it turns out there's over like 150 species of them uh, that are on every continent except Antarctica and Australia. So hmm. th- there's. There's no research to be had there. There's just way oh. too much information. Okay. <laughs> so was um, was he like was he like uh, a, a is Darwin a descendant from this guy? Like my dog? No, Darwin. <laughs> no, Charles Sorry, Darwin. The man. <laughs> Sorry. I I don't my, think so. Oh, well, I mean, my dog's I don't know. ears just we, perked up a little. Yeah, I, you know, somewhere in, in the past, I'm sure Charles Darwin has an ancestor who was raised without his dad. So, (laughs) but like, Uh, I I just, I I feel like it was just like them trying to make this character interesting, which has so far (laughs) not succeeded because, yeah, nah, 
not not terribly. Um, Kenshin goes into you know he gets sort of he was carried off and and sent to his room prior to our recording today and we cut away to this scene where there seems to be four priests or four monks i'm not sure exactly what they are yeah uh, but they're yeah, priests yeah and and he goes in he just starts smashing yeah he didn't go to his room because like, why would the priests be in his room <laughs> it's That's a pretty true. pathetic room trashing though it's not <laughs> yeah. citizen kane yeah. by any yeah, means it's, no this is not like and, led zeppelin level room of the, trash and it's, one of the great things Tatsu about japanese coming. rooms is like you know the walls and the paper and the and the thin wood. It's easy to trash it. <laughs> yeah. That was always my favorite part of like uh, you only live twice. James Bond movie is just like the fight scene and they're just going through paper walls mm-hmm. like going crazy. through the walls. <laughs> that's and, and a, that's a joke on the Simpsons where they go to Japan and oh, Homer yep. keeps walking, walking through, through the paper door. <laughs> but, were, but this yeah. is this is like that that moment when Tatsu comes back after the after the antique oh, shop yeah. gets burned down yeah. and just beats everyone up. Yeah. yeah, and Shredder my, scolds him. My dorm in Japan, the number of times drunks like walked through their paper walls, <laughs> <laughs> like that legit happens. Mm. Oh, that seems like a real Japanese college problem. <laughs> it is. It super duper is. I mean, I had a few roommates that did that similar stuff or tried to. In uh, it's a lot. It's a lot it's easier to do that through way, paper. Way than harder with cinder blocks. Mm. Yes. Good. Oh, um, so if you're keeping a list of uh, reasons, Citizen Kane. Is is a better movie? We can put room trashing right there. It's how did you know? Okay. How did you know that was the list I was making? Why is oh, Citizen yeah. Kane a better movie than Turtles Three? It's right here on my notebook. Look, I don't know, right man. Oh, you're really going out going out on a limb on that one. Um, we don't get a lot of like fun background stuff in this movie. I was talking to Kevin before we started recording about this. Everything is kind of surface level, but there is, if you look at like 30 seconds, 39 seconds into minute 10 here, there's like a flag on the wall with what appears to be a turtle shell, which I've never noticed before. Uh, Chris, you're our resident Japanese sort of aficionado, culture aficionado. That's not like any traditional Japanese flag up there, is it? Uh, I think it's a sun. Is it a Which, sun? But it's yeah, green. That's one of those yeah. things. Is like it's kind of hard to tell from the. Let me see. It's what, like what a green circle with like eight other little green dots around the outside of it, encircling oh, it. It's man. in the top right corner of the screen at about thirty nine seconds in, behind some uh, samurai minute, armor there. Yeah, Chris is Chris is winding up the old zoom in machine. It's like yeah. watching I, Monday Night Football here. I, I noticed recently in the uh, in the IDW comics the like the the seal or like the whatever you call it of the Splinter Clan. Yeah, it looks like a slice of pizza. Oh, I noticed that. It's very cool. It's like this this ornate triangle with circles inside. I'm like, that's a pepperoni pizza slice. Yeah, right? I'm not really sure what that would be in the background, but uh, let's see. I feel like it's just a fun turtle shell that's meant to not look like a turtle shell. In uh, in the right hand, like over the shoulder of the Yeah, yeah. that's the one. It's our fun new game it, it, on Turtles Minute is make I mean, Chris probably, look at tiny details. It's probably <laughs> some family emblem or something. Because why why would it have eight circles? There's a word for that, and I can't remember what a it is. A crest? Uh, crest. No, but yeah. like, I mean, in specifically Japan. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I've been but behind on Usagi Ojimbo, which is where I learn all of this stuff from. Oh, well, there you go. Um, anyway, th- I think it's a turtle show. It's a representation show. of the chrysanthemum. It's like a flower that's like mm. indi- uh, representative of the, the, sh- of the, the emperor. Like so I it's a turtle shell is what you're saying. It might, yeah. Or, you know, whatever. 
or like maybe some sort of I Ching representation, like the circle with all the sort of points around it. Like that's a common theme in like Asian art. All right. It's, so it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Um, we get the room trash and then we get this scroll that unravels. The windows flutter and the masks make some creepy. Va- this is very similar. Do you remember the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey? Yes, I this just, I just recorded a, an episode of Real <laughs> Comic Heroes about the mask. Um, what? Oh, the comics, is- though, right? No, uh, the movie. But I was what? brought in because I I know the comics very well. <laughs> this whole sequence just kind of reminds me of just visually and aesthetically, like the the transformation scenes in the mask, like close yeah. up here and like scary thing there and like wind and um. But then the scroll unrolls and there's Ninja Turtles on it. So who wants to talk about this weird coincidence? It's either uh, some time loop nonsense. Like, yeah. were there were there turtles that existed or turtle warriors that existed in this world? Or is that in reference to the ones that are coming? Or is this just a prophecy? Or is this just a rare early first edition of the first issue of Turtles? <laughs> yeah. That's a super early edition. Oh, man. Also, I like, noticed they don't have the appropriate weapons. Um, like, um, I, I think there's... Well, there's like a weird kind of sigh looking thing right. and a sword, but the other two have like a bow and arrow and um, Yeah, one of them's holding like a piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. Well not uh, exactly threatening. Yeah, some of the some of the weapons that the turtles use are more um are are more a part of Okinawan culture. Like like nunchucks and like bow staff, like those are part of Kobudo and it's like Okinawan karate style and they used a staff and they used um nunchucks, which are like rice grain threshers, because the samurai, the Japanese like imperialists who had invaded Okinawa did not let them have swords, did not let them mm. have these things. Like Sai it's like Sai themselves, um this is, I don't know how much of this is myth and how much of this is, you know, just made up, but like the idea on Sai is that uh, the earliest versions were uh, something that was used to connect, like it was a, a pin that connected like um, wagons together and you could pull the pin out, like it had the prongs on it to keep uh, the wagons like chained together uh, and to keep it from like, you know, going straight through. It was a pin to connect wagons. Interesting. So like Someone a lot of their weapons those wagons and-, and you just take the pin out and <laughs> yeah. throw it at people and pale them. So one of the thing that bothers me about this, too, is that not only are these like just really accurate drawings of the Ninja Turtles, but even the color schemes, their elbow pads, which, by the way, why do they have elbow pads? Their elbow pads are colored correctly to the turtles. Like, I can only assume that at some point in the future, the turtles go back even further into the past to like and it just it's 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 it's, it's, some BS is some BS. Well, maybe Renee. No, it's prophecy. Maybe Renette comes back and gets her scepter, because do we ever get, like, a real explanation for where the scepter came from? We Not don't. even a little bit. No, so... Like, why is it in the statue? It definitely should have had some, like, I don't know. I, I've always said about this movie that it should have had some... Ever since I learned Renee was a thing... <laughs> right. Renette, I keep Renette. saying it wrong. Yeah. Ever since I learned Renette was a thing, I was like, that should have been the third movie. She should have been involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Renette from the comics, in case anyone is not familiar, was a t- uh, a time mistress, like an apprentice time mistress. A time mistress. Th- th- thank time you mistress. For, thank, thank you for explaining that, because I'm like, who who's Renee? Oh, and she talked yeah. like a valley she's girl. She's just this girl. She's just yeah. some girl. <laughs> yeah, and they, she was, they had her. You can the, travel through time like a time lord. They had her in a few of the cart different incarnations of the cartoon series as well. And mm. she she is a fun character, and it would have been really fun for this movie to have. And, basically what where they got that scepter from 
yeah. be like involved somehow. And this is clearly like inspired by that arc in the yeah. comics because there is like some sort of time device that she has, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like it just it. And my thesis for this year is it, this is the closest to the one of the closer to the comics feel. Or inspired by the Mirage Universe movies that we've had, right? Mm. Uh, certainly much more than Turtles 2. However, can I, can I just, to, can I just, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, yeah, I thought you were, you continue. I was just going to say, to have a big time travel thing and not really reference the big time travel thing in the comic or the big time travel character in the comic just feels like a, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, th- just exp- not explaining this crap at all was a huge missed opportunity. Yes. Yeah. It's bad storytelling. I'll give it you is. that. Also, yeah. I, I I want to take just a moment to gripe about the artwork on these scrolls because Please. once again, we have a deep bench of artists that they could have gotten to draw this. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what we got. This I, I think not getting Stan Sakai to do these ones this time around was a huge missed oh, opportunity. That would have been great. That would have Stan been so Sakai, good. the brilliant artist that brought us Usagi Ojimbo. I digress. I'd be curious if these weren't done by one of the Mirage people. I'm I'm very curious. I want to maybe look into that in the comics and see if we can figure in the in the credits rather and see if we can figure mm-hmm. that out. Um, I would almost say that perhaps the art quality is lower because it's trying to mimic some sort of Japanese artwork of the time period. I don't know anything about Japanese artwork of the time yeah. period, so I'm just stabbing in the dark here. Yeah, they're like uh, they're, they're traditional. Like the 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 painting style is is traditional. Like I'm kind of surprised that they don't have like more elaborate sort of armor and clothing on. Uh, it it but, does kind of look like it was ripped out of some kid's sketchbook, though. Yeah, it's got, it's got kind of a juvenile quality to it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't um, look in the art style of any of them that I'm familiar with. But you're right; it's bizarre that they wouldn't ask any of the known. You know, Ninja Turtle artist. Yeah, it's in. almost Especially got like Sakai. Yeah. it's almost got like a little bit of like a Michael Dooney look to it. You don't see his yeah. drawings a lot. You usually see his paintings, but again, it's like clearly not his normal style. I, I don't know. I'm I'd be curious to see um, because but it push- was done by a 15th century Japanese <laughs> painter. There you go. That's the reason. Um, let's push on. So Kenshin picks up the scepter, which falls out of a thing, and it starts spinning around, and oh. then. Well, when he sees those pictures, he refers to them as kappa. Uh, oh, that's he thinks true. They're, yeah, he thinks that he thinks mm-hmm. that they're. He's like, oh, these are uh, little uh, sort of folklore uh, little goblins that live in rivers and want to drown uh, mostly children. And the uh, cucumbers. Yep, that too. Yeah, they're sort oh. of like a bird turtle thing. Yeah, they have like a turtle carapace, and they kind of resemble men, and they have like a birdie beak, and they also have like a, I think the way you beat them is like they've got a, a cup on their head. Is, is it, not, is it a, a cup gl- with water or uh, I thought it was like a, a glass dome. Are you guys yes. both just making all this <laughs> up? <laughs> no, no. This is a great improv exercise you guys yeah. are doing right now. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no. impressed if you want. Kappas, kappas are traditional <laughs> Japanese like monsters. And they're the sort of monsters that you tell kids about to keep them from going uh, over to the creek or the river or the water by themselves. You, know, you better not go over by the river. The kappa's going to get you and pull you in and drown you. You know, it's one of those like sort of traditional, you know, like don't go over the bridge by yourself, child, or the troll will eat you. That kind of thing. I mean, it is kind of Ninja Turtle looking. If you just Google Japanese yeah. Kappa, it does kind of. I get it. All right, it's like a weird yeah. skinny version of Toka. They, they look a bit like uh, that one Pokemon, um, the thing that Psyduck evolves into. <laughs> Golduck. Yeah. Sure, Which makes that sounds sense. right. 
come on. I can't be the only one who knows what Pokemon are. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're talking up. about. I just can't think of the name of what he evolves into. I, There's yeah, probably I a Pokemon called Golduck. Captain. Golduck sounds good. That's let's go with that. Well, we just lost our Pokemon is there, listener base. Is there any eight-year-old <laughs> that wants here. to correct us? Yeah, it's Golduck. There you go. <laughs> Um, okay, so moving on, Kenshin picks up his thing and starts spinning, and then we get these cuts back and forth between Kenshin and April in the lair, and I am thrilled at the rapid-fire uh, release of April's 1990s cliches in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just get, hey, what's going on here? Wait just a second. Like, I'm expecting an eat my shorts, don't have a cow any moment now. Well, <laughs> I mean, how 1990s are those? People still say those. Nobody says those. No one says don't have a cow. <laughs> That's true. Well, no, not that. Like what she says. <laughs> she did say don't have a cow. I definitely heard that. <laughs> um, and, and, and you know, then the thing happens, right? We get some wind. We get some special effects. I love that the scepter Ooh, is mounted to lightning. a pole, right? Yep. Um, at the end of minute 11, I did want to draw your attention to something. It's the last three seconds. There's a shot of April holding the scepter, full body shot. She's holding the scepter. Clearly, the, the scepter is on some sort of invisible pole, so it doesn't move. I made the same note. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. So you go ahead and do it then. Go ahead, Kevin. OK, so you can see in kind of the foreground is one of the turtles over the effect of April traveling through time with all the lightning. And it looks like they just took like some footage and they took like like four frames of it and played it at random. Like he's very twitchy and I I couldn't understand why because everything else is moving fluidly. Yeah, it's almost oh, like weird. it's stop motion. Like they filmed a section of this with no lights and then they, you know, filmed another section with all the lights on. And it's almost like they're cutting back and forth rapid fire between this lit and unlit take to create the lightning effect and whoever is in the turtle suit in the, in the foreground moved ever so slightly because they just keep like shifting back and forth. Yeah. It almost looks um, like time-lapse. Yeah. yeah. So you're a little telling bit. me it's a bad gif. It's Leonardo. It's, <laughs> I can tell you that because he's holding the book from a few Correct. seconds ago. Great detective <laughs> skills, Kevin. <laughs> Excellent deduction. Um, but yeah, that was just an interesting little note I had for, uh, technical jargon then the you know the time travel delorean lightning kicks in and april turns into kenshin and we get an excellent line delivery by mr Corey feldman who wants it she's a man yeah why did they switch clothes <laughs> I not mean, walkman that's not how the time she gets to keep the walkman he gets to keep his sword but they swap clothes yeah well that's i think they might even explain that later because the turtles go back with weapons right <laughs> oh yeah and michelangelo has shorts on it went later in the movie like that all get for some reason this is like the weird time travel thing for this movie is clothes can't travel time but yeah, objects they, can they, but not they fibers ne they never ever stopped to really flesh out how time travel works in mm -hmm. this movie equal no. mass displacement we'll get to that uh, but, yeah. but like, i get a lot of notes but uh they're for Next next couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, that, like. yeah. I'll I'll save it. But the, there's I have so many problems with this particular plot device. I love time travel movies. Mm -hmm. Love them. And the thing I love about time travel movies is finding the logic in the time travel. Right? <laughs> it's and not here. This <laughs> yeah. one had there. You can't. 
not even in the way the time travel works, but the ripple effect that the time travel has on like there is no like don't affect the past because it'll change the future. That is not even a threat in this film. Yeah, they like treat it more like they went to a different time zone than a different time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to mountain time, guys. It's in the past. Yeah. Um, but like I said, April keeps her walkman. She ends up in Japan. And I do love the little gag of the priest come back in. He's like, hey, what's going on? And we just get this big open mouth scream from Paige Turco. Um, it would have been funny if one of them said, he's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> just so, just to, 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 to tie that loop together. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great. Um, I don't know I'm excited to see more of Paige in this film because I feel like she kind of got... Um, she got shorted in Turtles 2. She didn't get to do yeah, yeah. a ton. Didn't um, have much. So I'm glad she's going to get to do more in this one. In this first like ah, moment makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. Um it is it is interesting like uh her that they're, you know, like his clothes, it makes sense that it would, you know, fit just fine. They're very loose fitting, you know, very nice comfortable clothes, but like her clothes fitting him perfectly, I'm not so sure that that would Yeah. Like, He's a very a, svelte person. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> We'll see how it goes. It's just convenient that they they wear the same size jeans. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam, you had something in your notes. I wanted to. I guess it's a time travel thing. You wrote something about the holding the scepter at the same time. Yeah, and I, we we can kind of get there later. But but they're in different times. There yeah. is no holding it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally like you can't travel through time with someone who's doing something at the same time as you because they're they're it's not the same time. Yeah, so I had this same note that like even as a kid, I remember this bothering me because I was so into the Back to the Future movies, and Mm -hmm. I just remember you know Doc Brown drawing that line on the on the chalkboard and being like, I under even as a kid, I understood. What do you mean holding it at the same time? So at no other point in his in four hundred years. Did any four guys hold right. the scepter that had the same mass? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's some real nonsense. Does anyone else have any it's final magic. thoughts for uh, minutes 10, 11, and 12 here? It's magical. That's it. Magical it is. Well, listen, Don't we're going to so call hard. it for the day. We will be back on Wednesday for another three minutes. We'll be doing 13, 14, 15. And uh, Kevin DeCristofano will be back with us. Kevin, you can hear him on the Ninja Turtle Nerds with Sean Flanagan. Mondays, they're in their second season. Make sure you guys tune in and catch that. And we will see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 She's a cowabunga!